on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. Welcome to the last hour of the program. Forecast today from Broken Bay through to Port Hacking. Winds will be east to southeast, 10 to 15 knots, turning northeasterly in the evening. Seas around one metre. The first swell southerly, 1 to 1.5 inshore, increasing to 1 to 2 offshore. Second swell will be a southeasterly, 2 metres, uh, tending easterly, 1.5 to 2 metres during the morning, then decreasing to 1.5 metres in the evening. The forecast for Cape Morton up to Point Danger, southeasterly, 20 to 25 knots, so blowing up there. Seas, 1.5 to 2 metres. The swell, easterly, 1.5, tending southeasterly, 1.5 metres in the, by the evening. The second swell will be uh, below 1 metre inshore, increasing to around 1 metre offshore. Partly cloudy and a 50% chance of a shower, Kieran. Yeah, and the tyres at Fort Denison this morning, high tide will be at 10.12, 2 metres, 0.05. The low tide will be at 4.46pm this afternoon, 0.13 of a metre. Then you'll have another high at 22.47, 1.58 of a metre. Don't forget, the sun will rise down there at 6.26am. It will set at 1954, which is 7.54 p.m. The moon will rise at 7.22 a.m. this morning. It will set at 8.58 p.m. this evening. I just quickly need to say, uh, I know Brendan, Terry ann and Cara will be all celebrating their mother's birthday today. Yeah, we ran out of time yesterday. You wanted to mention that. I want to cover for you here, because yeah, you wanted to mention I, that I, yesterday. I got, cause... I, I got the day wrong. Oh! Okay, I'll shut up then. It's today, the 11th of Feb. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to mention it yesterday. I'm trying to help you out and I bury you. I would have been a day earlier. (laughs) Anyhow, I unfortunately still lost a life uh, to the dreaded cancer, but but I know the kids will all celebrate uh, because she enjoyed her her birthdays and having a good time. Yeah. So uh, I just want to take that couple of seconds to mention that. Now... We are going to go fishing? We are very soon. However, I just want to finish off because uh, for, particularly for Queensland, on that weather forecast, they're expecting mm-hmm. the bad conditions to remain up there. Now, closer to Sydney and Newcastle, things are going to be a little bit better early tomorrow morning, but they're going to start to pick up as the day progresses to about 17 knots offshore. This is according to uh, the European models. Tuesday, we're looking at about 25 up to around 28 knots out of the north east uh, north northeast i would suggest um predominantly north uh, in it so it's going to really pick up on tuesday and then we've got another southerly coming through that's going to bring some 20 knotters uh through on uh, wednesday as well so just for those that want to plan ahead those that have got some days off this week just be aware uh, to check the weather before you do go out and what do you say kieran all the time Keep your eye on the sky. Keep your eye on that sky. We'll keep our eye on Salamander Bait and Tackle right after this. 131269, Talkin' Sport. This is 2SM. 20 years ago, we started Talkin' Sport. Suppose we've got to stay Happy New Year, but you can't get sick of hearing that. Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy. 5 
days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday. Not mine, but your 21st. So how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> Good on you, Pat. Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport. Weekdays from 3. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measure and quote. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. I was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just a first bottle. The pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product? Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have 2 or 3 bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy to take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae helps Health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for you. 2SM. Have your say. Text us on 0458 049 209. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 12 after 6. If you're heading off to Port Stephens, you have to. It's mandatory. You have to pop into 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, that stuff's Salamander Bait and Tackle. You can give them a call on 49820711, but not at the moment, Kieran, because Matt's online this morning. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Sunday, people. Um, well, I don't know what it's like in Sydney, but that's uh, subtly, subtly uh, influence is still hanging around up here. A um, little bit uh, overcast, not raining this morning like it was yesterday. Uh, a little bit muggy out there, though, unusually. Um, but I suppose we have another month of summer, so yeah. hopefully, I think later on in the week, it seems to, um, it seems to go and it seems to warm up. So I think that's the, uh, that's subtly stir, especially for a few days, and it was pretty strong. 
so Friday, Saturday, um, or warm that water up. So hopefully we'll see after a big stir on the beach, we'll see some fish biting their heads off. Um, there hasn't been too many reports. I mean, it was pretty hard to fish yesterday. The guys are able to do a little bit in the bay because um, they're protected from the south on this side. So yeah. Roy, Roy Wood Reserve and Flathead around there. Um, they're getting some whiting off Bagnalls Beach, getting some whiting and Flathead off uh, Shell Bay Beach, up the little beach end of Shell Bay Beach there. Uh, some brim coming off the small wharf at the southern end of Little Beach. Um, I heard actually some reports of some guys catching some blackfish off the wharf at Shell Bay, actually. Um, that's oh, okay. It's a bit early in the year, but anything's possible. Um, uh, you know, I'll be thinking more around end of April into May, but um, there you go. Uh, now, what else did I get? You might be able to have a crack at Box Beach. That's uh, east-facing. It has protection of Fingal Island there from the southerly swell, so if you're keen for a fish off the beach, it might be worth a look. Other than that, most of the ocean beaches, you probably want to give them a miss until it settles down midweek, I'd say, just off the top of the Hey, Matt. Yes, yes. Yeah. Why are you talking about the blackfish? When I spoke to the boys at Crofts Harbour, they can't believe the amount of blackfish that have moved into the rivers up there and all well, okay. into the harbour. Yeah, it's just sort of a rule of thumb. It's more of a yeah. um, autumn in the winter thing. But still, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, I went down that when I did get a chance to go fishing last week, the first forecast, I got four brim off the beach, and they were all in good condition too. I mean, I was there chasing some whiting that we were going to have for dinner. Uh, and, I mean, I threw them back. But they, uh, they were in good nick and good condition for the time of year. So, again, they're more of a um, sort of uh, after April, after the mullet run thing sort of thing, May, June, July, my more favourite months, but you never know. Um, and some nice whiting. There's still some whiting on the beach, so I think uh, we've still got another good, like a good solid month of summer. I think some more warm days. And more importantly, the water temperature warms up, and that red weed, we see the last of that. So the guys that get the worms for us reckon it's all gone from up north. So, um, what else? Uh, not a great deal of crabbing on the crabbing front, not a great deal of report there. Uh, been a bit slow this year. Uh, same as the prawns. So the prawns have been a bit slow as well in the Hunter River. Um, and I haven't heard much about lobsters. Um, so, look, it's been a little patchy this week, probably more weather-based. Um, still a few people around, so um, hopefully um, coming into... And Easter's early this year, too, I think, if I'm... Yes, yes. It's, it's end, end of March, the Easter bunny's going to come, and mm-hmm. that's when all those presents are going to come that Kieran's going to send me. Oh, yeah, quite, geez, that, there was deafening silence there, wasn't yeah, there? I know, you could probably cut that with a knife. <laughs> That's right. They don't do daylight savings up there in that funny place that he's living, so I don't even know what time it is. Um, well, he's, do you eat pumpkin scones? They still didn't, um, didn't, didn't flow, flow the Occupatus in his Oh, yeah, yeah, yo, yo, I, I do, yo. Um. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with pumpkin scones. No. Okay, fair enough. I, I can't say I've had one, so until I did, I can't say anything about it. Where's um, Alan today? He away boating, is he? He's he's off at, at a, a wedding, I think, in Geelong. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, very civilised, very civilised. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, he would have been on the phone making a comment. <laughs> but no, he must be just recuperating. Now, you were dobbed in by Tony yesterday. You got out during the week and had a bit of a fish yourself. 
I uh, went down the beach. Yeah, that was all right. that's when I got those brim. Uh, probably, I think on Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday. I can't remember the exact day. Um, but yeah, I ate, no, well, there wasn't a great deal of whiting down there. I ended up with four, but that was enough for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and admittedly, though, I'm back here by. I'm back pretty early. I'm back by. I had to open the shop. I was back by seven thirty. Oh, okay. So I don't put a lot of time in, but that was all that was needed for that. And they were still good fish in good condition. So I think, and beach worms are the way to go all the way through until the end of when it comes to bait off the beach. I think maybe till, uh, let's say, the end of March sort of thing. And then when those, and that should be roughly around the time the mullet run as a rule of thumb. So after that mullet run, you sort of go to the crustaceans then for the brim. So more pippies, more yabbies. Um, well, we couldn't find a lot of pippies down there last year, so I just used actually mullet and cubes that seem to work got enough fish on those so there's another option and then you brim and tailor you target those some nice jew fish are being taken that's also down around the 10k mark they told me last week too so there's always basically jew fish on most of the beaches but uh but um let's let's not give up on the whiting yet they're tasty little things that they are i love so, them i absolutely those, love them yeah whiting fillets are pretty hard to beat i don't know if we have to we should have to run a competition the best eating the best table fish i'll get you guys to throw that out there mm. and see what they come back with i guess coral trout gets gets one and pearl perch probably gets up there but i reckon whiting would be in the top five or six it'd have to be well, there you go it's gonna be, well where, where are you going to make it like beaches and uh estuaries or you're going to take it right offshore Oh, no, I just meant just for the, t- the qual- eating quality, table eating quality, if you were just to throw the, you know, all the fish that you've eaten, and I know Al's eaten a fair bit too, which ones do you think are the best to eat? Mm. I like whiting. Some, some that you like, whiting, yeah, whiting, pearl perch, coral trout, yep. all those ones up. Was that, um, mangrove jack. R- red throat, mangrove jack. So I haven't eaten a lot of these. Barcod, I've not tried those either, so they reckon that, but that could be a yep. talking point. There you go. I'll ask Alan when he's next in. He's Mr. Restaurants. <laughs> he yeah. knows how to find well, a fish that, feed. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. So, there you go. I don't know. I saw you with your face and a whole lot of crabs there on Facebook, Kieran. Well, this is true. Yes. yes. And they, were, they were very sweet. They were excellent. You should have Absolutely. seen the pressure that Swanee was under trying to get them, though. Like the... oh, I could, oh, yeah, I didn't think Kieran went and actually bought them, but that's right. I've got to go and have a cup of coffee and do something else now. Thanks you for your time, Matty. That's all right. Have a nice Sunday. We'll talk to you guys again on next Saturday. There he is, Matt from Salamander, but Dust Salamander Bait and Tackle. 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, uh, 49820711. You can call him now. He's off the phone. And, and Kieran, this is why we push... Um, so hard local bait and tackle shops. If you go in there, it's not just about, oh, I want to buy this or I want to buy that. They make rods. They repair rods. They have local knowledge. They've got a map on the wall with where to go, what's being caught there, what to use. It's so much more in-depth. You know what? The good thing about the tackle store, if you go somewhere different and you've got a boat, you can go to the store and they will give you the lowdown about the bar. Yeah. You know, how to approach it, when when, when and how to, to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is life-saving. Yeah. Over 30 years of knowledge there and well worth checking into. We're going to check into a commercial break on the other side of this. We're going to come back and have a chat with Timmy Simpson. Hey, you. Right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. 
It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. At Catholic Healthcare, you'll experience an holistic approach to aged care, mind, body, and spirit. Step into a community where you can discover the joy of connection, belonging, and renewed independence. Call Catholic Healthcare today. We are all about you. Our bathroomware stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroomware, like exclusive Timberline Vanity, 30% off. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks helpful function staff on 9670 8 Double eight. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Ensure a smooth journey by starting your next road trip at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, where expertise meets reliability. Our technicians will check your vehicle is road trip ready. At Repco Authorised Service, we prioritise your safety and peace of mind. (laughs) Don't let car troubles ruin your holiday. Book your service online at repcoservice.com and hit the road with confidence. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. It is 23 minutes after six here on High Tide. And Kieran, Tim is online to have a chat with us this morning. Good morning, Tim Simpson. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. All good up here. Timmy Simpson. Are you there, Tim? I'm here. Mate, I've got to congratulate you and I want the rest of the world to... to, uh, be with me and stand up and give you a clap. You've received an award as the Outstanding Sportsman of the Year for the International Game Fishing Association. Congrats. Well, thank you Mate, very much. That is a fantastic achievement for the, <laughs> those in the fishing and sporting industry. That's wonderful. Well, I was absolutely staggered when uh, I got a phone call from the president. Uh, of the IGFA over in America, 
And, uh, well, I was floored. I, I didn't know what to say. But, yes, it's a huge honour. And uh, I'm absolutely thrilled. I can't believe it. I do believe you told me that we... Uh, High Tide even got a mention. They did, yes. They they listed a, a few of my achievements and things that I've been involved with over the year. And one of them was as... Um, a guest on the high t- or your high tide show, Karen, since uh, almost the beginning of the show, and I don't know how long ago that was now, but it must thirty-two be what, what, years. Thirty-two. Is it that long? God. Thirty-three. Thirty-three years as high tide, and two years prior to that, uh, well, thirty-three years as a fishing show, and thirty, and two years prior to that as high tide as a uh, World of Water program. Gosh, well, and I've been involved with you for a lot of that, and uh, it's yeah, been a pleasure. And you're still sane. <laughs> Tim, a question... A question, a question, question that. A question, I'd, <laughs> a question I'd love to ask you. Of, of all that you've achieved in, in the industry, of everything, everywhere you've been and everything that you've done, if, if we were to put a gun to your head and say, tell us... The, your highlight, the thing that stands out in your mind as being the most memorable thing you've done, what would that be? The smiles on the faces of people that I've inspired or helped to catch something special. How wonderful. And and the memories that I've been able to help them achieve. And uh, every year I go to the boat show at Sydney and I do lectures on stage and I've been doing that for 40 years now. And every year I get people come back from the year before and they say, you know, I went away with what you taught me and it's helped me to catch this or to catch that. And, and uh, you know, I had the best time of my life and I caught things that I never dreamed I would be able to catch. And what you showed me and taught me led the way. And, uh, to hear people like that, it's a huge thrill and uh, motivates me to do more, and I love it. It is. It's a wonderful feeling. It's, well, you know, uh, yeah, it is, Kieran, and, and even you know, you've, you've been part of it. Let's say they learn so much off this program about people, and they go away and achieve things that they never thought they could achieve, and that's, that's because we've got people like you that contribute to the program. Well, you know, and it's an honour to be with with you as part of the show, and and to be involved in the other things that I've done, and and uh, yeah, I I love helping people and uh, showing them what they can achieve and how to get there. It's good, isn't it? It's a great feeling. Well, look, it is. Trish. (laughs) Well. Trish has caught some extraordinary fish over the years too, and uh, it's been a real thrill to to see her catch what she has. You know, she's caught marlin up to nearly a thousand pounds, and uh, oh, you know, she's got record fish in other countries like Fiji, where she caught a huge wahoo on six kilo line, and and uh, to be able to help and guide people like Trish, uh, yeah, it's a huge thrill. Yep, and I've been lucky with a few fish along the way myself. So uh, it's just the just the odd record here or there. Yeah, I think I've got seven world records now. So uh, <laughs> getting greedy. 
Always rings the number eight. will lose half dozen. Mm, very good. What do you reckon? Good on you. Well, they're all special. They're all special catches. Uh, what what's probably one of the most difficult catches? One of my most difficult. Hmm. Oh, um, apart from your wife, <laughs> <laughs> that can get tricky. Um, one that stands out was a world record albacore tuna that I caught on a baitcaster outfit with six pound line, three kilo line. And I was out on a boat on off Broken Bay, Sydney, and we were fishing late in the afternoon and drifting for sharks. And we had this school of tuna come up in the burley. And I, some of the guys caught a couple of small ones. They were, I don't know, five kilos or six kilos. So I ran inside and grabbed my baitcaster outfit, which was an Abu 6000 reel and, and a light graphite rod that you'd use for catching tailor or flathead or something like that. And I put a live bait on it and dropped it over the side and hooked up immediately. And for the next, I think it was two and a half hours, I was locked in battle with this tuna and it ended up being 35 pounds, 15 and a half kilos. And it was a world record on three kilo line. And it tested me to the limit. They banished me to the bow of the boat. The boat was still drifting. We didn't chase it. And the fish, the fish ran straight down vertically off the bow and pretty much spooled the reel, took every metre of line off the reel. I was down to the last few turns on the spool when I was able to you know, do or die and put my thumb on the spool and held it and, and uh, the fish turned and once I turned it I then had a an enormous battle trying to get the fish back to the surface and in doing so I spread the spool on the reel there was so much tension on the line over the full spool of line that the line compressed and burst the spool and actually jammed the reel solid and and the reel was broken it was it couldn't operate the, the spool had burst inside the frame and locked it up solid. But that happened about 60 seconds after the fish hit the deck. And I, wow. sat, there, I sat there with this exploded reel in my hand, cradling this tuna on the deck of the boat as the sun set. And it was just a glorious afternoon off Broken Bay. We were about 20 miles offshore and the water was glassy calm, still calm. And there I was with this world record tuner in my lap and an exploded reel. And I, that was an overwhelming experience, I can tell you. And that yeah. record stood for 40 years. Now, Tom, uh, Timmy, there, when you catch a world record fish, the procedure, like, what's involved there? They're checked very thoroughly to, to make sure they're all legitimate. So you've got to fill out you know, a couple of pages of paperwork and you've got to have photos and you've got to have witnesses that sign statutory de- declarations. Uh, you've got to have photos and then you've got to send a line sample where they take some 
of the line that you actually used on the reel, and yep. they put it on a high-tech line tester over in America, and they see what strain it breaks at. And, of course, it has to be within the breaking strain that you're claiming as a line class record. So mine was six-pound line, and uh, you know it had to break it under six pounds, which it did. So I got the record, and uh, all of the... All of the requirements, you know, I got witnesses and stat decks and whatever, and uh, it was all passed, and, yeah, so I held the world record for 40 years. Yeah, and, uh, Timmy, you can't have... Uh, people on board the boat can't assist you in any way there, can they? Not not at all. No, it has to be one-on-one. There is no no assistance, whatever. They can gaff the fish for you, but um, they, they can't help you. If you're on heavy line, for example, you have to get it out of the rod holder yourself. You have to get it and fight the fish and, and uh, do everything yourself. Yeah, that's right. It, what about... It, look, they're, they're very carefully checked, and that's what's great about the sport. And I got this award the, the other day for being... Um, for showing outstanding ethics... And I think having rules in sport is very important. And I think equally important is that people follow the rules. And then when people achieve a record or a tournament win or whatever, it's authentic. Yeah. It's, like, it's like drugs in sport. You know, you know, you can't take drugs to enhance your performance. And you can't cheat the rules when you're getting a, an award, like a, a world record or a tournament win it has to be legitimate tim i was watching a video on facebook during the week and it was uh, a bit of a hullabaloo it was in the united states a bit of a hullabaloo in a fishing competition when they were weighing in the uh, the fish there was a a gathering of people and let's just say it was animated when they grabbed one of the fish they <laughs> cut the belly open and man there was a lot of lead gee that fish had eaten a lot of lead i i asked myself look i i race in esports right formula 1 esports and there there have been people that cheat in there and i think to myself why why yeah. who who are you fooling by other than yourself yeah well uh, unfortunately they fool a lot of other people uh, and and it uh, you know they achieve things which they aren't entitled to yeah. win but the cheats usually stand out like the only reason you cheat is to win and if you win consistently and people know that you know you don't deserve it or they suspect it you'll get caught out and Absolutely. they do get caught out so they they might win one tournament or they might get one record, but when they try it the next time, they're going to get caught. And crews talk and maybe someone has a fight that was a witness on board and they originally went along with it, but after a while they decide, no, I'm going to have to you know, tell the real story and the record gets taken off them. The same as sports, uh, you know, drug sports in, in uh, other sports. Yeah. And if you... If the cheats eventually get caught. So uh, I don't think that there is a lot of cheating in tournaments or world records and so on because uh, the cheats soon get found out. Yeah. Um, so I believe that they're, most of them, or the great majority of them are legit, which is good and, and how it should be. And it's not um, a very Australian thing to do too, so I don't think it would be a big thing here. This, that, as I say, that video was out of the U.S., yeah. Now, look, I have heard of it here, and, and there have been cheats here. 
uh, in tournaments and so on. But as I say, they get caught out and, uh, you know, they might initially get awarded a prize or whatever, but um, they get caught out and the prize gets taken away and their honour gets taken away and uh, they're labelled as a cheat and, you know, their career in that sport is finished. Tim, like some of them that go fishing prior to when the competition starts and they hang on to that fish... (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of ways to cheat. Um, uh, But ethics, you know, I I got this award for having good ethics. And I think think that's imperative in any sport. And in in life generally, I think you've got to have ethics. And And that's something to be super proud of. Well, I am proud of it. And uh, I, I encourage it in other people. And uh, I think it is important, very important. Yeah, I do. Mm. Yeah, but uh, you haven't cast a line in the last couple of days, have you? <laughs> We've had some pretty strong weather up here, Kieran. I'm at, uh, I'm at Lennox Head at the moment, enjoying a birthday weekend away for Trish. Oh, nice! And, uh, Happy had birthday to Trish. Well, we had Our a favourite girl walk yesterday up. Uh, onto Lennox Head headland along the beach and along the boardwalk and looked at the ocean and, God, you know, it was black, stormy clouds and scuds blowing through and we got a southerly and, you know, it was it was a great day to be on land, let me tell you. <laughs> we, had a, we had a lot of fun looking at it but not being out there involved in the ocean, so it, it was good. Thank you so much for, for getting up so early this morning to have a chat with us. Congratulations on your latest award. To the, must be a pretty big shelf you've got at home in the in the pool room. <laughs> Trish reckons the house has been taken over by fishing stuff. So I get in trouble <laughs> for that all the time. <laughs> so I wish her a happy birthday from us all and uh, you have a great what's left of the weekend, Tim. We're going to go and have a walk on the beach right now and enjoy it more. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Thank you, guys. Good on you. Thanks, Timmy. See you, buddy. Good on you, Karen. Tim Simpson there joining us here on High Tide. Great. You can understand, You can hear the pride in his voice, particularly when he talks about the ethical awards, Karen. Yeah. Well, I think, I tell you, there's not many better fishermen in this country than Tim Simpson. Oh, yeah. Hasn't he proven that time and time again? I'll put it down. He's in the top two or three offshore fishermen that's ever been uh, recognised. Well, that's big. You know quite a few of them. so um, I do. I do know, and I can say that. You know, there's a lot of getting around today that are good fishermen, and some of them do TV shows and stuff like that, but they don't hold the candle to Timmy. <laughs> well, yeah, I I don't disagree. I, I was laughing because I was going to use that as a linker to say to, we're going to catch up with Paul Bird, who's on TV, but he might not be too appreciative of that. So we'll take a break. We'll take a break at twenty minutes to seven and see if uh, Paul's still chatting to us. Brent Boltitude, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, he's not the first, and he won't be the last politician to tell his constituents fibs. They promised the world they know they can't deliver it, and they make themselves look like absolute idiots because people just distrust them forever.
The old not locking your car story, well, well, eh? The, the car's 20 years old, and he come in the shop and got me, said he wanted to talk to me, and booked me $61 for not locking it. <laughs> Surely they've got bigger fish to fry, haven't they? Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience for waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 9808 Stiff, sore and sorry can help you manage the discomfort of arthritis and with a bottom of the bottle guarantee, what have you got to lose? Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website, Love Oil Collection that's L-O-V-E-O-I-L collection.com.au or call Ray on 040 66 71 359. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Pal Kid Homes way for your peace of mind, PAL steel frame homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the PAL Kit Homes way, you go to PAL, that's P-A-L-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone PAL on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Welcome aboard. We kindly ask all passengers to fasten their seatbelts. Preparing for departure. Dad! Recline with three rows of comfort. Indulge in seamless convenient tech and let a five-star ANCAP safety rating give you extra peace of mind. For a limited time only, enjoy a $2,000 factory bonus. Visit your nearest showroom today. The Hyundai Palisade Luxury SUV. Welcome to first class. Imagine that. Hyundai. This is Radio 2SM. On high tide, time now for Paul Bird. Thanks to Step Outside. 17 minutes away from seven here on High Tide. And Kieran, as we catch up with Paul Burt this morning, it's a congratulations to him as well. Good morning, PB. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? You've become another brand ambassador. Tell us about this. Oh, mate, this one's good, yeah. So uh, Nautilus Marine, uh, Marine Insurance, so, which is... I've been been, yeah, I've, been okay. with, I've, been, I've been with Norlis. You're taking over my job. That used to be my job. Ten years now, ten years, <laughs> um, and which is great. And uh, eventually they turned around and, and said, you know, let's uh, let's uh, make it a bit more official. So it was great. Yeah, so mm. for the show and everyone like that, it's great. I'm I'm very happy. So no, they've um, got my back. Actually, I'm, uh, Paul, when I'm out there. It's good. I'm, I'm going to ring him up and talk to him and get them back on advertising on high tone. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Are you, are you surprised to hear that, Phoebe? 
started, they started with me way back in the 90s. <laughs> with Lyndon? Lyndon's yeah. a great guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Lyndon's, Lyndon's an awesome yeah. fella. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Now, really, it's really, I'm really sorry. So, you know, it's, um, but they don't. Everybody listening. Marine, they, they do uh, motorbikes and, uh, and uh, caravans, everything like that. So, oh, it's cool. Got, yeah. got, got, got us all covered. All the old boys are all covered now because uh, they're the toys that we love to play with. Wonderful, mate. Wonderful. Congratulations. Thank Thanks very much, mate. Greatly appreciate it. We're going to talk mackerel today because, uh, uh, we, I've just had a quick chat with Paul off air, and I said, "Did you get out yesterday?" He's like, "Nah, the weather." And it's not. It it looks like it's not going to improve for the next couple of days. No, up your way, right, no, no, it's going to be mate. Southeasterly winds for the next uh, couple of days. It's just looking a little bit feral for us, unfortunately, and um, some showers. But the seas are up as well, so coastal bars will have some issues. MSQ up here, Marine Safety Queensland. Um, well, maritime safety Queensland turns around and uh, obviously put some warnings out this week when it comes to to the massive tides. You know, 1.9 metres. Uh, it doesn't sound a lot, but it's uh, it's 1.9 metres, which is pretty big for for the Gold Coast. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, stronger currents, stronger than normal currents pushing through. And you know, you got to think about those up at Hay Point, south south of Mackay. They've got a seven metre tides coming on at the moment. So and yeah, and, it's, um, and as Laurie McAnally said earlier this morning, it, it's it's you'll go down, you'll take a look at a bar, and you'll go, okay, it's not too bad as, as it sits on a on a slack high tide. Then you you head out, and when you come back in, and and all the water is coming out, there's a lot of current moving. A lot of current, mate, and that's exactly what. There's a lot of current. And um, a lot of pressure wave activity. And the pressure wave activity is the is the, the, is the worst thing. And, and that's why when I was talking to Blakey about this sort of stuff as well, and, and you know, for everyone at home, is that if you have a boat and you say it's a six meter boat, and you put um, you know it, it's max rated horsepower is say two hundred horsepower, and people go out there and put a one fifteen on it, like it's just it just it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well leave the anchor out. Well, you got to go the go the max go the maximum horsepower that the boat can take. Like, put a two hundred on it. If it says two hundred, go two hundred. Don't go one fifteen or one fifty or something. Go two hundred. The reason for that is like it it it, it it'll hold that engine. But when you ca- when you come across coastal bars and you've got big tidal currents moving through and the waves are sticking up, you don't have to have hardly any swell. But when that when that current moves against a little bit of swell or a bit of wind. It, it it just creates a, a very choppy situation for it to stand up in. Now, if you have your boat full of fish and an esky with an ice in it and, uh, you know, you've got a couple of mates in there and your batteries are at the back of the boat, that 115 or 150 is going to start to struggle because, you know, it, it hasn't got the full, the full um, I guess, it, you know, it, it hasn't got the power to get you out of a hole if that current pulls you down. And what I mean by that is if you're coming back in, and the current's going out, you're sitting on the wave and you're dropping down, you give it the gas and you haven't got that extra oomph. So that little bit more power what the boat can take is what you want. Otherwise, the waves will come crashing over behind you and straighten the back of the boat, which is what happens generally to a lot of boat situations on the bars and they, they just lose control. They haven't got the power to drive out. And that's yeah. what you need. Get the power to drive out, so get yourself a Suzuki. Anyway, <laughs> like he's getting them all in today. <laughs> We're getting them all in, absolutely. But um, other than that, um, you know, uh, Magna Jackson, uh, lots of wiring up here. I was looking at a couple of times yesterday. I uh, couldn't answer from Gold Coast River Charters. And we're getting all the wiring. We just story with him this week for Step Outside. And uh, the wiring were good. Just a nice fish. 
uh, in the board water, but uh, you know we'll, they'll pull in 30, 40 fish and bag them up here as 30 per person. So you know it's easy to get. But um, and now all the fish have moved upstream, so that's a good thing. They're up back up in the Marine River. Um, dark is good. Uh, you'll get a few right on dusk, but as dark comes along, you'll you'll find more fish will come through around the council chambers and those sorts of areas. So it's uh, it's definitely worthwhile. It's a good time to get out and have a crack at it too. Um, when they're on thick, look, regal worms, blood worms are the best bait you can get, 100%. Um, but uh, when they're on thick and, you know, they're not really judging the bait, you know, good old-fashioned beach worms and yabbies will always uh, work a trick as well. So I'd be doing that. Beach worms you know, are prolific up here. Uh, there's, a, there's a ton of them. Um, you can either buy them at the, at the, at the shop for you know, three or four bucks each, or you can go and catch them yourself, uh, which saves a lot of money. It's a lot of fun too. So um, I know that um, Aldi brought out some uh, worm pliers, which are like a little uh, plastic graphite sort of a, a plier, um, very light, but they've got little teeth on them. So when you, you feed the worm a bit of bait when he's on the beach there and you can just grab them and pull them out, um, they're available at, uh, at Anaconda. You can get down to Anaconda and pick them up. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, alternatively, if you're good at what you do, you can uh, you can catch them with your hand, and um, you know, get a bag of them and uh, take them home. Uh, good good idea when you do catch a beach worm is just to roll them in the um, in some soft sand and then just gently slide your fingers down the worm to take the slime off him, and then just put him back into a bucket full of dry sand and you can take them home like that. So that's a good way to to do it, and you can keep them alive if you want, just in some water. Just take some a spare bucket of seawater with you. Mm. So good old-fashioned beach worms, fantastic bait. So we got Suzuki, Anaconda, Nautilus. Have we missed anyone? Oh, absolutely, mate. So um, <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot to mention Suzuki. No, I did. I said Suzuki. You said that. Oh, I've just got another one in there, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, mate, it, it's um, yeah, mangrove jacks. They're about us. Uh, a couple of fellas were doing their weather cross the other night. They've been banging the, the jacks, uh, just a little casting... Uh, back in along the, the rock walls of the Narang River and around the jetties, doing quite well. They did really well last weekend on the jacks, so I'm not sure about this weekend, but I think they'll be able to um, get amongst it. It's just a little bit of rain, um, a little bit of fresh water. It's not too much. Um, we've had horrendous amounts of water. I think we've already had five metres of water up here since the beginning of the year. It's a lot of water falling from the sky. So uh, I think today, you know, we're just going to see a couple of intermittent showers coming through, so nothing too, nothing too bad or too severe. Cool. Cool. I'm just mm. checking you out, checking out the uh, step outside um, mm. uh, YouTube page. I saw oh, you okay. put one up. What was it during the? Something prompted my. Um, oh, uh, the ultimate squid fishing tutorial. <laughs> I've got a I've got a fellow who does um, does our YouTube um, clips. So we give him all the content, and he just goes and does it for us. Because I, I wouldn't have a bloody clue. And then I, I do I do look on there and I see sometimes the little thumbnails and it's like oh my god, so uh, no you know. no that it's, he's doing exa- he's doing a really good job for you trust me it's all about the algorithm with YouTube and and, and look he, he's not hamming anything up there's no clickbait there in my 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 view no. the one that I love so much was the sizzling squid oh <laughs> oh nice too Kieran you can have your crab you've got to go this yeah. <laughs> Seasoning squid. I don't mind a bit of squid, uh, especially the baby squids, and throw them on the barbecue. They're good. Get them they're nice. Squids okay, but mud crabs are better. <laughs> and those big prawns, those big prawns that Laurie Max spoke about that uh, he got for PJ, that would have been fantastic. They were dead set. They were dead set lobsters. Hmm. The big prawns? Yeah, they were huge. They, they got to put uh, PJ. In a can of beer. 
put Barry Cook some up and uh, took a snapshot and I popped it up on the Facebook page, stole it from his uh, Facebook page and whacked it up on ours. Just absolutely yeah. sensational. Oh, mate. Uh, uh, yeah, well, hey, nothing like a good feed of prawns. Oh, the prawns, is, they're not really running up here at the moment. Um, oh. So, talking to, uh, to to Drew Argus, uh, who does uh, Pro Throw Nets, great guy. Give him an anaconda too. And he, um, mate, he... Uh, does his prawn nets uh, exceptionally well. He knows how to make a bloody good net, this fella. Anyway, um, talking to him last night about the prawns, and uh, they're, they're here uh, in southeast Queensland, but they're not they're not running yet. So we just need we just need a bit more um, clean water to come in. Um, and when I think once that cleaner water comes in, not dirty water, don't need any more rain or anything nope. like that. Enough of that. A little bit more clean water, and I think they'll they'll come out. But uh, it, we're in for a good season. We're in for a great season, actually. Uh, so still a, still, a, still a month away before we really see the numbers come through. There's been a few patches here and there, but not, not a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think um, that little bit more clean water to come in and uh, around Deception Bay and around the Logan River and all those areas, uh, I think we'll be in for, a, for an absolute treat of uh, banana prawns. And, mate, they have banana prawns. That, that you can put a saddle on the bloody things and ride them home when they're, when they're big. Like they're coming in strong and... You cast a net. I know you can't use nets in New South Wales. Um, and, uh, mate, we cast a net, and you see them on the sounder. We're using the Garmin gear, and with the live scope, you can actually see the school of of, uh, of prawn on the bottom, and you cast your net out, and it sort of just rattles, and as you pull it up, you've got literally a soccer ball full of prawns in the top of your net, you know, a kilo or two kilo it of was prawn cr- just going nuts. I watched crazy. one of your shows on Step Outside off um, 7 Plus, and, and you're out uh, you're out prawning with the nets, and of course, nets aren't, you can't use nets in New South Wales, so I've never no. never seen people doing it the way, right. you know, the, the throw and cast one, and you were literally pulling in two kilos worth in one go, and there were boats everywhere, everyone was just having yeah. the time of their life. Mate, they do. They had the time. It's, it's so good. But then you get the fun police come in and on that too. And, and some of the some of the people do the wrong thing, which is which is obviously wrong because it's called the yeah. wrong thing. But you know, it's um, and they'll take uh, they'll, they'll take them to the local uh, store. I'm putting my fingers up in inverted brackets for to cook up a fantastic, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, some sort of a prawn uh, dish if you can get the drift of where I'm going with yep. this. Yeah. Um, and and you know. Um, a bucket full of prawns, which is what you're allowed now, ten, ten, uh, yeah, ten litre bucket full, which equates to about eight kilos of prawns. It's that's a lot of prawn um, per per person. Um, so you're allowed a maximum of two of those buckets per boat, whether you've got two or, or five ten people yeah. on board. Yep. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean. So it it, it did stuff it up because beforehand there were no limits. And if you come out and you take a, you know, three of your mates out and you get a bag full of prawns and, and everyone would go home happy, whereas now you've, you've you know, and they're looking at even cutting that back further, which is disgusting if they do, only because people do the wrong thing. So, you know, do the right thing. It's like a, a jetty. You go fishing off a jetty, you get some mongrel who'll leave his, uh, you know, bait packet and fishing line and guts all over the jetty and it destroys it for everyone else because everyone gets labelled as a grub. Yeah. Um, reality is it's that one person. That stuffs it for everybody. That messes yeah, it up for everybody. Situation. So they're taking 10 kilos worth of prawns into their favourite restaurant and getting three or four on a skewer on the other side of that, and obviously there's some other sort of exchange that makes everyone smile. Well, that's it. That, mate, they're taking 200 kilos of prawns into the local restaurant, so that's, that was the issue. It was yeah. very, very black market stuff, so uh, unfortunately. But uh, look, the main thing is now we can still go out and catch our prawns and enjoy them. So hopefully they're going to come on in the next month. Now, we are getting close to a brand new season of Step Outside, and 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 a congratulations to you, mate, because that show is just, just going from strength to strength, and, and the current crop 
with TV, if you last a season, you're doing all right. Mate, yeah, we're coming up to our 200th episode. Um, wow. Uh, not far away now. So, yeah, it's good. It's just Alyssa and I. So it's just the two of us. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we'll lie in bed and just say, hey, let's go and, let's go and catch some bass. And, it, look, it sounds great, everyone. Um, but, you know, there's a time in the day, like after 9 o'clock in the morning, like when you get to work, we should be doing it. But, yeah, that's the thing. We, we, we just throw it out our way and think let's uh let's let's do it so Paulie, you know it's fun and we to, enjoy it have to love you and leave you thanks for your time buddy you too my friends and um have a good one everyone take care uh, wherever you are whatever you're doing and uh have a bloody good time doing it have a good one. see you next week there he is paul burt don't forget to check out step outside that is the program for today we've only got 20 seconds left to go mr Ricky. before we are down and out not looking great down here not looking great up there too no, the wind has got up, the sun's up, but the wind is up as well. And uh, Lyndon Turner, if you're listening, give me a call. You can have the number. <laughs> Thanks and, for listening. Uh, everybody, keep your eye on that sky. You have a great day, safe day.